Hello, this is Dan, GM from the Grim Podcast Apparel's Adventure and Settling the Southlands. The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. For more podcasts like this, visit ProfessionalCasual.com. Here at the Professional Casual Network, there are three things we love. Gaming, providing quality content, and our beloved patrons. Starting this holiday season, we're excited to be providing our patrons with bonus content, including NPCs and monsters you can include in your very own games. Patrons at the $5 tier and up can look forward to fresh, original NPCs and monsters made by one of our own PCN cast members. This bonus content will be usable with the Pathfinder or WFRP systems. Check out patreon.com slash professional casual for more information. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code professional casual at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code ProfessionalCasual at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Merry Christmas! In, in like four weeks. What, <laughs> what are you talking about? It's podcast time is like a it's a weird relativity thing like who can really say what time it is right that's true time is relative right the time that we're recording is not the same time that this comes out and some people could be listening to this who way in the future who knows people start the show all the time so by the time they get to episode 81 they can celebrate megatron episode with us it could be 2023 who knows who knows yeah it's wonderful that Somebody you had, like, could... five minutes to think of something better than Megatron. He still went <laughs> back still went I said I was gonna. It's, it's gold. I only get to do it once. That's true. There's only one episode 81. Of For whatever Papa. reason, when I was writing down in my notes the episode, I wrote episode 48. Mm. What? That's so random. That's yeah. so wrong. It was like when I wrote a vignette for Lost Omens podcast yeah. for Brennan, and I wrote that it was going to be in episode 81. And then you were like, why did you put that? And I was like, I, I was don't like, know. What episode was that? I was like, bold of you to assume he's going to live that long. <laughs> I have no idea. What was it? Like episode 58 or something? No, no. I think we were in the 60s. But not 81. Yeah, not even close. That was foolish. Wasn't even the next one we're doing for this show. Yeah. That was a while ago now. But no, this is the first episode that is dropping in December of 2021. Happy December. So it's a Christmas season. I'm sure our Christmas tree is up by now. Bet. No, not until Anthony's birthday. (laughs) In Anthony's house, not mine. Anthony has no to, sway in my house. Yeah, oh, <laughs> kind of pushed it up to usually do it like the weekend after Thanksgiving anymore. Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, that's what I said. The day after Thanksgiving. Black Friday. We'll buy it the day before Thanksgiving. We'll set it up on Thanksgiving. I mean, if places are open, there are people at time of recording. There are people who are already setting up Christmas trees. That's entirely true. Wrong. Yeah. I've seen it. I was talking with a going back and forth, a guy on Facebook uh, commenting on like the weekly Facebook post about the episode coming out. And he said that he's been watching Christmas movies since like July. Why? Here's the thing. If you're listening to this podcast while you're putting up your Christmas tree, 
just stop right now. I don't care when it is. Wait another hour. You can do it. Yep. It'll be fine. Wait, wait an hour to listen to this or to put up the Christmas tree? To put up the Christmas tree. Obviously, you do need to devote 100% of your attention to listening to this podcast. Yes. Oh, that right. is yep. okay. That's right. absolutely critical importance. Yes. <laughs> I was hoping that's what you were going to say. I agree. I always listen to Christmas music when we put up the tree because yep. then I put the lights on. I usually have a couple little helpers. It's not me. No. I don't help with that. The little blonde elves that run around our house all day. Yeah. <laughs> so yep. Lily actually kind of helps or Felix just I have to keep him from stepping on the bulbs as they put the lights on. Oh my goodness. That just reminded me of like one Christmas. My cousin took one of the red bulbs off the tree and ate it like an apple. Stop it. The inside of her mouth was fucked up. Is that where you got the inspiration for Fulgrim? Yeah, I was going to say oh, that. Yeah. Seems like it might... <laughs> Yeah, just, is your cousin actually a fulgrim? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, right. Uh, yes, inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of messed up. Oh, it was That's crazy. Wild. Yeah, it was wild. We always had a fake tree growing up. Mm. And then my parents started getting the pre-lit ones. So it was like, set it up, turn it on, boom, done. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nice that it doesn't take like, not that it takes long to put the lights on, but my mom is like a Christmas season fanatic. Ah, she's not she's actually not that crazy uh, compared she, to some people out there but like her indoor decorations are a lot she has like plates and cups and mugs mm. for christmas but i, I she I replaces think if, the things in her kitchen your mom's the best yeah i love your mom she's pretty awesome in a lot of ways but like i've learned i learned how to put the lights on the christmas tree from her so it's like each branch of the tree gets it wrapped around a couple of times like it takes a good eight strands of lights to do a typical like eight foot tree. Oh. And the best is that we have two different types of lights. And instead of like interspersing them like every other, Dan does half as one and half as the other. I've gotten ah. better yeah. at remembering that. Mm-hmm, a couple of the strains of are twinkly. So there's just a little bit. Not all the lights twinkle, but some of them. I'm talking about the regular lights and the LED, the LED lights. Yeah, I yes. don't use those as much they anymore. Look very different. <laughs> every year I'm like, oh, you, you, you didn't mix them up. Okay. And I say, you want to put the lights on the tree? I say, no. If it were up to me, there would be one strand of lights on the tree. I would just literally pick it up and throw it at the tree. <laughs> However it landed, that's how we have lights on the tree. <laughs> that's why I do the lights. It's like checking the dunnies of spaghetti. Right. Straight top to bottom along the trunk. <laughs> throw it against the wall. Oh, man. <laughs> yes. You know, I like a tree with a straight trunk. Anyway. We're definitely going to. I'm going to put a picture of our uh, tree when it's done in the discord now so what do you think you mean in the discord for all of our patrons to see yeah yeah because if you join our patreon you get access to our discord all kinds of other stuff now yeah patreon.com slash professional casual do you want to do it yeah can i can i open this we have a thing we have a gift from a patron you know it's talking about christmas season we have a gift we We have a gift from a patron uh was sent to p.o box g West Oneana, New York, 13861. Look at you. It's, uh, this one wasn't. This one was delivered to my classroom. It's in a brown paper bag. Yep. Very nondescript. Tied up with string. Her classroom can also be reached, oddly enough, at P.O. Box G, West <laughs> Oneana, New York, 13861. <laughs> yep. This paper bag has handles on it. It's fancy. And he specifically wanted me to open it? 
Yes. I want you to open it because Lucky is his favorite character. Ah. All right. This is from listener and patron Rob. Yep. Thanks, Rob. Rob. Thanks, Rob. It's heavy too. It's heavy. It's not like a lunch bag, paper bag, but no, it's like a grocery store. Before we do open it, though, Uh can we just go around the table and uh, guess as to what is inside? Oh, yeah, I think it's a puppy. Paper bag. It's a puppy. If it's a puppy, it's not living. Yeah, it has not been moving. (laughs) JP and I were feeling it up earlier, and it feels like a big old bag of brown sugar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I it's think really, it's really dense. I, I know that's really bad noise on the podcast, but <laughs> it's like I think it's made with something with metal. Because Rob was kind of telling me some metal. of the materials. Okay, metal brown so, sugar. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's for making cookies for robots. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you feed it to your Roomba. They like it. That I get. It. <laughs> So I'm really excited. I don't know. And he was like, I think the bag won't break. I was like, oh, God. Okay. Yeah. So something shockingly heavy. Yeah. Paper bag. Something solid. What do we got in there? I was going to say Tim's reaction. (laughs) This is a dead bird. It is dead so dove? much better. Don't I see. I've been able to get dead birds. Dead mm. birds is something that I have been provided on the show. Okay. There's one thing I've never been provided on. Oh my god! Show, is it armor for Lucky? It's armor. Oh my it's god. literally chainmail. Oh my god! He made chainmail. No, that's oh amazing. My god. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> I got chills. It's the chainmail vest. Oh my gosh! Not Tim's got so, two armor points on his body. So oh he's God. been talking about like <laughs> ordering more rings, right? And about how like his fingers started to bother him while he was making it. <laughs> Tim is putting, if you don't have the video, you can get video if you join our Patreon, $5 tier and up and you can get the video. Tim is literally putting the chainmail shirt on oh my now. God. Oh, yeah. oh my God. That's amazing. It's oh, so it too. Oh my goodness. That's the coolest thing oh I've ever god, seen. I'm so excited. Oh my god, Rob, thank you. We gotta yeah, take a picture and we gotta put it in the well, Discord it, to thank him. I've never Tim wanted to stab that guy so much. I, I know. I just wanna throw <laughs> stuff work? at him. Yeah. Oh, this is it, so it, cool. It's a very powerful energy. I like I I just like <laughs> You try to get I think that lucky I think you can just like fudge some rolls with Lucky now. I think that that's what that chainmail can do for you. Yeah. Easily. <laughs> oh I got a picture of Tim stabbing that's himself incredible. with a pen. Something oh, else Rob, thank oh you. Oh my God, yeah, there's more stuff in here. Oh, my oh God. he did say there was a note. Oh, there's a note. At first, I meant this to go to Lucky slash Tim because Lucky's my favorite character. It can go to anyone, of course, and I can make another, uh, and I, and I can make another piece or anything else. I just have to be asked. Nope, no one else gets these. <laughs> the piece itself is made of budded rings of 17 gauge aluminum wire. Oh my Each God. ring is about three eighths of an inch. I don't know how many rings are in the piece. I also included a few extra rings for any repairs. The pattern used is the six in one pattern. So there's extra rings in there too. That's so cool. Oh my God. This is the greatest thing in the world. I just want a ring. That is nuts oh, i'm gonna wear this every time we record <laughs> i'm so excited this is the best day ever <laughs> that was amazing i'm oh, glad you had Tim actually me too yeah those are mine now wow wow Everybody i am a ring. super impressed alex we're gonna mail you a right. ring this is so sweet rad. one single ring i've ever gotten <laughs> to rule them all that's really oh neat gosh. take a ring jb oh 
Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much, Rob. Oh, that was cool. That's so Ooh, cool. Rob, that was exciting. The, so, best, Rob. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if anybody can top that. You can try. So I'd love to see him try. You can try. <laughs> All right. Who's sending Carl full plate? <laughs> it's difficult to ship boat hooks. <laughs> send, send him, I was going to say send him an yeah. oar. With a albatross like wood burnt into it. <laughs> That's incredible. Oh, man, that is so That's fantastic. All right, thanks for joining us for it episode 81. so well, too. That's nuts. Like, yeah. so well. Oh, my God. This is the I'm really happy. <laughs> oh, yay. Hey, Tim, you're the first one to cosplay. Oh, yeah, that's true. Car- well, actually, no, you're cosplaying as Bruno. Because <laughs> he has chainmail on his body and nowhere else. Oh, yeah. Right? Or is it just no. leather on his also, body? Also, I have yeah, a gun. Just leather. Also, never mind. <laughs> you have a gun? What? It's on me all the time. You know, Bruno doesn't have a gun. A blunderbuss. Yeah, it's broken, too. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Carl is wearing a full leather, but a male shirt. Hmm. But it's got sleeves, Uh so he doesn't show off his guns anymore. Yeah, sadly, I'm just covered in metal. But it's like Thor when he had metal, uh, when he had the armor on his arms, you can still see all the definition of the muscle somehow. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All right, Danny, you got a review for us? I do have a review. Um, These are from Audible UK. So. Thank you to our listeners over there. Read it in a British accent. Mm, No. (laughs) You get cotton real mad. Cotton and Bastion. They probably like it. I was joking around that like there's a game that I want to run. And I was like, I'll just do it all in a Cockney accent. But everything will be like, hello, governor. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) And it would just be screaming at me the whole time. And I would love it. Um, So this is from a listener. Because GIF and JIF have me all mixed up. I would say Giles. 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 G-I-L-E-S. Giles. Giles. But it's a GIF, so it's Giles. Gillies. Gillies. Giles. 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 Cut this out. No. (laughs) I'm sorry. People are going to be so mad at me. We don't know anybody with this name personally, so we don't know how to say it. Sorry. I'm an American. I can barely read. Don't don't yell at me. Um, if you yell at me, I will cry. I write on the English teacher who can't read. And English today was really hard at work. Huh. I was like, guys, and they were like, it's okay. And I was like, it's not though. This is my job. <laughs> so anyway, so he wrote a quote, badass GM and a band of heroes almost as competent as a farmer, a wizard, a smuggler, and a Wookiee. <laughs> These are the adventures of the noble Griggs and his less successful companions set in the grim and perilous old world. See Nottingham in the 80s for reference. This is my favorite podcast full stop. Funnier than off menu and warmer than fake doctors, real friends. Yes, it is genuinely that good. How to describe it. Funny, comedic fantasy, fantasy improv that hinges on the roll of the dice and the frequent bad decisions of gang. And to stop the argument, farmer equals Mina. Wizard oh. equals Carl, the sensible one. Okay. <laughs> so good. Smuggler equals Lucky. You went into a prison with no plan, man. Yeah, that's fair. Wookie equals Bruno, because of course, Princess equals Griggs. <laughs> so thank you. And we got all five stars. That's so, such a good one. Thank you, friend. We appreciate you. I really appreciate that he said badass GM, and that's what are going to refer to me. Bad GM. Uh, it was two no. separate words. Right. <laughs> there was a hyphen between ass GM. Yeah. 
So, you, so that means that you're a bad ass GM then. Bad ass GM. Yeah. I don't know. All right, we're gonna move on from that one. Bad ass GM. <laughs> Talking about Easter uh, podcast jail that brings up once in a while. I do have to say that I knew one of the podcasts that they referenced in that in the review. Yeah, I did listen to some fake doctors, real friends because I love Scrubs. Oh, it's the Turk and JD, right? Yeah. 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 Such a good show. Um, their good podcast enough. was pretty good. I've kind of caught up on a bunch of other stuff I listened to, so maybe I'll pick that up again. You know what? No one has never sat. Do you know what? Has, do you know what? Never. English. <laughs> Hard. Do you know what? No one has ever sat uh, fake doctors, real friends. Chainmail armor. Chainmail armor. You that betcha. is 100%. Are yep. you sure? Have you Pass. listened to the whole series? Nope. I'm going to get, I'm going to probably assume that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to play with these two little rings the whole time because I have to fidget with things with my hands. ADHD yeah. as an adult. Uh, 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 uh. Sometimes kids ask me, like, why do you always have like a pen in your hand? Like constantly like taking the pen cap on and off kind of thing. Like, I just have something I have to have something to fidget with. My worst thing is clicky pens. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's a weird noise your pen makes. I know. Because I click it so much. I've worn it out. <laughs> Could be a bomb. Every time you click it, it might be going off. So you gotta click it again just to make sure it's not like right. both an eye. On off, on off, on off. Sure. Right. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> uh, so last we left off, you guys were still in Vickendorf and you had gone through the Temple of Sigmar. Bruno got healed completely. That was awesome. Not even like his leg is fine now. You're not like limping my leg's anymore. fine. My gun's fine. Uh, Your body I don't have any healed. more corruption. It was. I don't know what gun you're talking about. It's fine. You don't have a gun. Uh, we. We took care of that off air. Yeah. Oh, when I wasn't down here. <laughs> right. Yeah, we handmade it. Oh, that's a good try. You have a you have a whip. That's your range weapon. That's your new gun. Your your whip gun. Right. There's a whip. There's a way, JB. You you asked for it. And that's the new episode. <laughs> Someone's getting caressed. <laughs> oh god. Oh, uh, I hope it's not the new NPC you met named Hilda. Mm. That Lucky kind of knows. Like she, he had an idea of who she was from yeah. living here. She's uh, the Miller's daughter, uh, and you were speaking with her. She kind of called you over as you were walking past um, the mill, and she was like, "Hey, what? Who are you people? What's going on? We don't get a lot of outsiders." Kind of explained to her what was happening, and she said, "Are you really, are you really here to help things?" Well, yeah. Yes. As much as we are able to help. It's taken a lot of convincing, but I think I've gotten them around to helping the plight. It's always been plight in Vickendorf. Well, I think I have some people you might want to meet. <gasps> Who's that? I'm not going to tell you now. Oh, you're going to introduce us? Are, but you won't tell us who they are? Are you going to tell us if they like hate evil stuff as much as we do? Well, of course, yes, they do. But I, I will take you to them. I don't want to give away their identity just yet until we know we can trust you. You do not have to like. So if you take us to them, you do not need to like cover our heads with bags that smell like dirt or no. other people. You can smell you, like other people. Like if you use the bags on multiple people, if you have led other people to them, it might smell like the people you have led before. No, I will lead you through the woods and we can use our eyes. Yes, you can or use we, your eyes. Squint our eyes closed and I'll peep between my fingers. It'd be quite difficult to lead you here with your eyes covered with a bag. Okay. 
I don't think that would fit over the hat anyway. <laughs> no, and the tiara, I'm very concerned about keeping the tiara, you know, not uh, tarnished. Yeah, to be fair, it's a very nice tiara. I would be fine with putting bag over my head if I could take tiara off and then put bag on and then put tiara on over bag. That we, would be... we don't need to worry about bag. I'm not going to put bags over your heads. Okay. Just... Is it because if... you don't have bags or? I, I don't think it's needed. Okay. All right. I well, think if I take you to to these people I want you to meet and there's any trouble, I don't think that's necessary. Are there going to be refreshments at this meeting? Or I'm sure they have some food there, yeah. Alright, yeah, we should stop talking. Let's get going. Oh, oh okay, yeah. Follow me. Right. She heads, okay. like, across the road into the woods heading west. Oh, there's beastmen in the woods, though, right? Uh, hopefully we don't run into any on the way. Should only take half an hour. Uh, okay. I'd feel a little bit hey. safer with a gun, but hey. Gun? Well, you all seem well-armed. Oh, thanks. I've been working out on the boat. He has. You sure you want to be talking about your arms? <laughs> <laughs> Touche. She says, just a moment. She like hop, she like ducks back in the house, disappears for a minute, and then comes back out with a short bow and a quiver of arrows on her back. All right. Oh, all right. Cool. Ranged Sweet. weapons. She's come with me. Okay. Let us go, Hilda. She'll lead you into the woods. Snap the whip. Let's go. Watch. All right, so, hide. <laughs> <laughs> so here is basically as soon as you enter the tree line, um, it's almost like it's nighttime. It's very dark here, which is strange because we're in the fall. So the trees aren't totally covered in leaves anymore. You know, we have the trees around here, are mostly uh, orange, red, yellow leaves. A few trees are still clinging to the green of summer. Um, but a lot of them just don't have enough leaves for it to be this dark, it seems like. Mm -hmm. As you're walking, you also notice that the floor of the forest is covered with a sickly looking fungal growth. As you walk, it seems like every here and there you step over a root and it's still like you're tripping on it. Can I make a, a trade herbalism roll to see if I can identify this fungus? Sure. Uh, uh, okay. Three success levels. <laughs> this is it's a lot of it is typical fungus you see like growing on the sides of trees. Oh. Along, but they have their mycelium stretching out along the ground instead. Every here and there, it's actually slick with it. Oh. But it's nothing edible, nothing that has any medicinal use. Okay. Hmm. And as you go, Hilda doesn't. She doesn't say much. She has her bow out. She has an arrow knocked. She doesn't have the string pulled, of course, but she's clearly on high alert, constantly looking every which way as you go. But she she obviously knows where she's going. She is just just booking it, not running, but like going quickly. OK, I'll do the same thing with my bow. Take your bow out and knock yeah. an arrow. OK, I'll have my sword drawn. Which one? shield up. I'm going to make a willpower check to see if I We'll use the other one. If I fail the check, then I'll be tempted enough to use the new one. Okay. But I'm still suspicious enough. Don't be suspicious. Uh, And I failed. So what by one success level? So I have the new sword out. Okay. So you draw the rune sword. Bruno, look how beautiful it is. Bruno and Carl, you guys going armed? Yeah. 
the whip's not going to snap itself. Oh, that's true. I mean, yeah. It could get a little humid in the forest, too. If you spin it, it's kind of like a fan. Mm. I don't want to get us stuck on a branch. Oh, yeah. It's funny. Arl is going to, uh, you know, going so far away from the sea, Carl's going to pray for uh, a little bit of hardiness. Oh. Cool. Hardy, hardy. So the blessing. So now you have to make a pray test, right? I do. So how, what does Carl's praying to Manan here look like? So since we're going through the woods, uh, this is definitely going to be a under his breath affair for Carl. Like this is definitely like him trying to look for a little bit of comfort. So because this is like very clearly not his terrain and he's not particularly interested in beast men. Mm, Fair. So let's see. All right. So that is a... 37 and one success level. Great. Nice. And that, what is that like? An, uh, what does the blessing do? It is plus 10 toughness for six rounds. Okay. That's awesome. It's about half a minute. I guess that's really not as long as I was hoping. <laughs> it makes you feel better for a little while, though. Yeah, I want to be, I want to be tough. Uh, does the duration of it have that little plus symbol after it where like when it ends you can start making willpower tests to see if it stays or not no it so if I have multiple like for every two success levels that I have uh, I get additional range and additional duration so like if I had six success levels I would get um, an extra 18 rounds nice so so it scales up, but like I'm not very good at praying. Carl probably mumbled a little bit. Hmm. You know, Manan values clarity. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta level that up some more. Uh, it's just like a Manan values clarity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it, you don't want dirty water. <laughs> That's right. You don't want it murky. You want it clean yeah. and pristine. Totally. I can respect that. Very nice. I'm really excited that we have like this type of magic. Now, because like traditionally playing, like we've had like wizards and stuff like that who use like the winds of magic, but not so much the prayer type of stuff. So that's kind of exciting to have in a party. I like how they did it in this version, too, with the the blessings are kind of like petty spells or they're little things um, that give little bonuses here and there. And then the miracles come later and they can be. Um, I just have seen some people complain online that they're too strong compared to spells, mm. um, but like. I don't have a problem with it. I think it's pretty cool. So like as Manan, eventually Carl could get uh, miracles like Manan's bounty. You implore Manan to provide you with sustenance. You just reach into water and catch enough fish to feed a person. If you reach into the sea, you provide enough fish for two people. And then you do get more if you have more success levels. Wow. Cool. Manan has the ability to drown people on land by creating like an orb of water around their head. That's horrifying. (laughs) Like to me as a person, that's horrifying. Yeah. 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 No, it is a terrifying (laughs) use of magic. Drowned man's face. You implore Manan to drown your foes. Drowned man's face. (laughs) It's pretty awesome. Drowned man says what? How do you die? Oh, he had the old drowned face. Drowned face. (laughs) It's drowned for say, damn it. Uh, so, Lucky, as you guys are walking along, you were infe- inspecting this fungus. Mm-hmm. 
as you get deeper into the woods, you start noticing the fungus is a little bit different. Yeah. It's nothing you've ever seen before. Looks like it has a bit of a, like, looks warty. Warty skin. Has an unpleasant coloration and a musty smell. Ah. Gross. It sounds um, like my Aunt Debbie. Can I make another herbalism check? Sure. Oh, yeah. My colors, 92. Uh, negative five success levels. All right. Eat so it. you take a, you get close <laughs> up to this as you're walking along. Um, maybe some of it that's growing on a low part of the tree. And you see that these warts almost look like a crude caricature of a human face. What the kind of like how, you know, the face of the moon kind of looks like a face, but like all of the little warts have that. Oh, that's gross. Guys, don't eat this fungus. Oh, it has tiny faces on it. Oh, okay. Can the faces like make expressions? No. (laughs) And that don't mm -mm, mm -mm. uh, makes that expression. Don't ever make that face of me again. Drop the fungus that was like about to go into my mouth. Yeah. Oh, so I, I'm pretty certain, though, if you do have warts, though, if you put one of them little bubbles like over your wart, it'll eat that wart and then you take it off. No more wart. Hmm. So interesting. I want to make a outdoor survival check to just see if there's anything that I can ascertain about staying safe around this stuff. OK, well, that's a 97, Dan. <laughs> I mean, this is probably safe to eat. It's just fungus. Doesn't I, seem poisonous. I think I might have seen some of this stuff in a stew once. <laughs> no stew that I've seen. Um, You'd probably that. eat it, though, right, Bruno? I mean, if it was served by a halfling, sure. You'll never slow down long enough to look at your food anyway. <laughs> yeah, now that you mention it, Carl, I'm pretty certain true. That Very they true. had some of this on some of the other plates at the Golden Goose or that place that we were at, right? The Golden, the, the trout. golden trout. Yeah. It's like a parm, I think. You, you grate it on stuff. That's so nasty. How, how, much, how much farther do we have to walk? Could we get a cart? Or is there like a horse? That Hilda we could... turns around and says, like, shh, we're almost there. Watch out for this. And she stops for a moment and like holds a branch up. Um, for you guys, and she like ushers you to pass. Oh, as you go, she points across the way, and you can see like the tip of a bolt, like a cross tucked bolt? into, like a like like a ballista bolt. Oh my! Wow. Oh. Uh, Hilda, why does your focus have faces? Oh, it's. I I think it's something about weird stuff at the castle. It seems to have like leached into the land around, but where we're going is safe. Oh, it's very strange. Have you had face fungus for long? Face fungus? Like a fungus with faces. Oh, I don't know. I haven't gotten close enough to that stuff. That's it's... relatively new. Okay. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, one of our people ate a bit of it and it w- did not go well. Oh. What? It, it, it made their food taste bad or? Well, it, it, it was very painful for them. Ah. Did they live? I see. No, like bad stomach pains for for a few hours. Huh. It's like ghost peppers. <laughs> <laughs> but watch out. We have some traps uh, here to, you know, keep the place even safer. I'll, I'll point them out to you. Make sure you don't trigger them. OK, it's good to protect your food. Yeah, really. I, there's a lot of hungry people in town. That's true. Yes. If they knew about the camp, they would certainly make their way here. Mm. Oh, 
It didn't seem like anybody followed us out, though. All right, good. All right, well, onwards and upwards. Yeah. Alrighty. So after a few more minutes here, it's been about a half an hour since you left the mill, you you get to a point where you all notice this fungus just kind of stops growing oh, in this good. area. Sweet. The trees seem a little healthier. A lot more of them have green leaves still. Oh. And you find a clearing with about a dozen or so um, tents. One of them looks a little bit more permanent here. A number of campfires and you see about a dozen or so people kind of milling about and they all kind of come to attention real quick as you enter the clearing. Oh, but as soon as they see Hilda, they they kind of calm down. Oh, I thought they were just standing out for me. I was okay with that. Yeah, I forgot my trumpet. Otherwise, I would have announced your arrival. Right. <laughs> I give a nice wave around. Mm-hmm. Hilda says, I'll take you to Sigurd. Who's who's Sigurd? Sigurd. Sigurd. So I'll take you to Sigurd. She can explain to you what what's going on here. Oh, Sigurd's a she. Yes. Okay. okay. And she leads you to the, the big the bigger tent. That's more like a small pavilion type tent. Um, and she opens up the flap and it's relatively comfortable in here. Um, there's a little kind of like a brazier in the middle to give it warmth. When you see this is like there's like a table with a bunch of papers and things on it. Um, and one side of the tent, other side of the tent, there's like a bed and like a basin. Like clearly this is somebody's like kind of like office and bedroom, you know, small home essentially in the woods here. And you see um, a, a woman you would assume would be Sigrid. She looks capable. Anybody have any kind of religion type lore or something? Yep. Skill? Lore Reichland. <laughs> yep. Same. Uh, I'd let you make an average Lore Reichland check here. Average plus 20. Ooh. Ooh. I see a lot of ooh faces. Horror. Six success levels. Wow. 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 Okay, I didn't get that many. <laughs> Two success levels. No, four success levels. Oh, since it's average. I roll a 17 on that. Mina's not smart, but she knows this. Apparently. Bruno, Carl, you guys. No, I'm I just... still have not spent experience on Laura Reichland, so. <laughs> uh, Someday, just put those 10 points in it to have one advance and then you'll be good to go. I, uh, do, I do have 105 experience, but I'm saving. <laughs> for what? <laughs> More prayer. Ah. More yeah. prayer. Oh. Uh, I'm just allowing the uh, the the riffraff in this camp to, uh, you know, drink me in. Right. Maybe shaking his, uh, a few hands as I, I walk in, like kissing right. some babies. Yeah. Shaking babies, kissing hands. <laughs> right. uh, well, so Lucky and Mina, you realize um, this woman, she's dressed in kind of in like practical leathers. She looks like um, she knows her way around the forest. She looks kind of like, you know, a ranger type. Um, she's wearing a, a modeled cloak. She's got a sword on her hilt and a dagger and a bow on her back. Oh, wow. Um, and you notice across her chest are, are an, uh, antlers, mm-hmm. the symbol of the nature god Rhea. Uh, it's a pleasure to, to meet you. My name is Jerry. And uh, with me are Mina, Bruno, and Carl. And we're here to save the day. Um, what what day are you saving? She says she stands up at like at attention. She nods to Hilda. Hilda nods back. 
Uh, the plate of Vickendorf, obviously. It has been under the thumb of Castle Vickendorf for too long, and I've convinced these rubes to help us, uh, you know, stop all the, the bad stuff. So who are all of you? Why? What do you know of Castle Wittgenstein? Oh, Wit, Wittgenstein. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, they're bad people. They take people in the night. They make people poor. And anyone that's, you know, worth anything just disappears. And they, they have been taking the dead bodies from the cemetery so the, the other, the beggars cannot eat them anymore. So then they have to try to eat us living people. <sighs> Sounds like it's gotten even worse. Thank you, Hilda. We can report later. And Hilda nods and heads out of the tent. Just have a seat. Have a seat. And you see there are a couple of chairs around that table. Oh, finally. Yeah, I take a seat. Can I offer you anything? Eat, drink? Yeah, drink. If you came from Vickendorf, I assume you're hungry. That, yes. Yep. I, of course. Yeah. Yep. You have like milk. Milk? Yeah. Oh, we have some goat milk. Yeah, Room temperature. <laughs> Room temperature goat milk. Some goat milk mm. or, or wine. Uh, I also have some venison. Ooh. Venison is... um. From land? Yes. Not yeah, from Venison is, is deer meat. Okay. I will have some of that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, so what... I don't have visitors. Often. Hilda's never brought any... It has been a long time since she's brought somebody out here. What... So it seems you're quite familiar with the plight of Vickendorf. Yeah, I'm from here. Uh, my dad is, is Cricket. Uh, Dr. Dregs. Oh! So, I'm, yeah, I'm from the farm. Oh, I did hear about your... your sudden disappearance a while back yeah we all assumed that you were taken by the castle i'm glad to, to hear that's not the case uh, agreed yeah i had to get out of here before that did happen so so why are you why are you back why are you here you can't just have round up a few people to come save vic and George. we happen to be passing by on our boat right uh i'm bruno i am the captain of the vengeful duck and this is my crew uh, we've come to uh, trade in wood and wood stocks. Uh, it seems that you have a serious food shortage, though. So uh, I think that uh, I think the new plan is to set up like maybe a, a restaurant or some sort of like. I don't think that's what Vickendorf needs at the moment. Hmm. What I, I understand, I haven't been in town in quite some time, but. From what I understand is that no one would have any money to afford it except for Dr. Rousseau anyway. Uh, then we got to leave. Except for who? Dr. Rousseau. Who's that? Uh, he's some fancy doctor from Bretonia. Oh. What does... Hasn't what been is, in town long. What is fancy doctor doing in town with no money and no food? Well, he seems to be doing all right. Is he any connection to the nobles in the castle? I don't think so i know he speaks with lady marguerite here and there what i've told but hmm. he never goes to the castle no one goes to the castle comes back except for the guards where's where's the doctor been staying he's got a house in town oh hmm. huh. so what is going on here like why is everyone so hungry i mean besides normal hunger pains well, I'm sure you've seen the strange things that happen in this town, happen near this town. Uh, I've never seen it as strange as this to all the towns that I've been in. Um, this seems to be one of the worse off. Truly, we have fought demons before. Oh, and, goodness. And, and goblins and things. And this is much worse. Well, really humble brag the there. Depredations <laughs> of humans can be worse than any of these 
other creatures out there, but sure. I, no, I think it's all it's all due to that damn castle, that den of madness and death. Yeah. Over over the river. So it seems as if you have a small operation here. Are you planning on sieging the castle or? We're not. One day I would like to bring the Vickendors to their knees, the Wittgensteins to their knees, but we are not ready yet. We've been recruiting for some time. Um, I only have about a dozen or so people we've been training uh, with our bows. Um, but more or less, yeah, we want we want to take this town back. And the only way we can do that is to stop the corruption on the hill. How many more people do you think you need? I want at least 20 trained with the bow. Mm. I think another week or so I could have those people. I have some scouts sent out to nearby towns to see if we can get anyone else to help. Why bows? I see you wear sword. I wear sword. We'd start with bows until we're up close. But the ta- the, the castle guard there are usually pretty well armed and armored. Mm. So How many do you think are in the castle as a whole? I, How many guards? I've never seen past the, the outer walls, but gotcha. I, probably dozens. Hmm. Not do- I can't imagine they could feed that many, but I would I would assume at least two dozen for the size of that place. This might be a little bit of an aside, but uh, it seems like you're not super familiar with the going ons in the in the town itself. Or do you have scouts? I, I've left and haven't been back in at least six months. Oh, wow. OK. But from what it sounds like, I, I, had, I do have people like Hilda who, who brave back there and are lucky every time they're not taken by those guards to the castle uh, to, to report back and kind of plan out what we're going to do from here. Mm. A week, you think people will be back and you'll be almost. I hope. Mm. We cannot let Natalka get that far ahead of us. Yeah, that seems like a while to wait. Natalka? So, yeah, we're chasing down another most likely source of corruption. Uh, I think. Sounds like you're doing Rhea's work. She's a chaos sorceress. Oh, yes. That sounds like that's something you should chase down in league with goblins. That's strange. So many strange things in the world, you know? And strange things here, too. There, I I know of a cave that I believe leads to the, the insides of the castle, but oh, there's strange strange noises in there. What do you mean by strange noises? This un... I like consider myself a brave fighter. I have the protection of Raya at my back, but it was just this unnerving gibbering. I just could not get past in the cave. Mina, do you think that maybe other witch hunters would have an interest in this castle? I mean, I do believe that there is something suspicious going on here. I know that I, for one, am very interested. And I don't think that witch hunters have to strictly be interested in witches. I do think that perhaps letting my boss know about this would be a good idea. We've tried sending word for witch hunters because everything that comes out of that castle is horrendously corrupted. And no one wants to touch it because they're nobles. The mm-hmm. Wittgensteins, they have power over all of those 
institutions. Yes, yes. That's true. And, and witch doctors will go after anybody, even if they're very nice people like Jerry. Right. That's very true. Yes. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. I have not asked for I, my name is Sigrid. Mm-hmm. You must be Jerry. I'm Jerry. I'm Mina Fisher, former Tom Guard, aspiring witch hunter. Oh. Noble. Uh, Bruno Captain. Bruno Captain. The uh, Captain. Of Cap- the Captain Bruno. Captain Bruno. Right, Bruno. Captain Bruno. Oh, very good. And and I am Carl. I'm a aspiring priest of Manan. Oh, good for you. Quite the the pious group. But yeah, yeah. Uh, any help that you could offer would be greatly ex- uh, gladly accepted. Um, I don't plan on making any kind of assault of any kind for for until we have our numbers up a bit. Just I'm not going to go after that for the castle with 12 people no, that on a good crazy. day. Right. With the four of you, that, that could make a big difference. Or I could if you are if you are very interested in this castle, I can give you directions to the cave. Maybe you could get past that terrible sound. Maybe we can get some kind of evidence to support bringing more witch doctors down here. It may be helpful to get something more than our word. If you could bring back any other help, <laughs> yes, it would be greatly appreciated. I mean, if if we were to check out this cave, do you think that that's something you could kind of like lead us to back us up on? Yeah. OK. Yeah, I could take you take you as close as I'm willing to go and direct you the rest of the way. It's a dark place. Seems to it's almost like it drinks the light in. But I, I as far as I understand, I, I think it's a way into the bowels of the castle instead of going through the front gate. Well, if we clear out the back door, I mean, you could certainly shoot a load of guys up into the, the bowels of the castle after that. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's actually a great plan. OK. We'll clear the way. Yeah, backdoor penetration when a surprise normally inflicts the most damage. <laughs> Shoot, you're loading the back door. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, everybody, we're I, going to Wegmans. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're going to podcast jail. <laughs> oh, GB, that, that was like a slow burn that got me. Oh, my God. I was like, wait a minute. Did you just say what I think he said? Jesus. Good. You could cut so, that. I know that's easily cuttable. Like, no, it's not. It's staying in the video forever. You're welcome. It's gonna be the drop for the week. What are you talking about? You're welcome. So, player Danny is like, mm. no, stay away. Right. But Mina's like, yes, let us go into the dark cave with the weird noises inside, and we will see what is in there, and we will probably all die. Gibbering mouthers are D&D, right? Not <laughs> Correct. Yes. Okay. All right, cool. So it's probably not that. Is that Correct. what we need to add to the list? Yeah, apparently. Make gibbering mouthers in WFRP? Yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. Okay. Uh, um, Before we go, you said it uh, is dark cave that like drinks the light. Yes. Oh, yes. It's it, it, As far as I can tell, it's a natural cave system. Mm-hmm. So there's it's it's dark. I can't imagine there'd be any sources of light down there. So obviously bringing torches or lanterns. Yes, I was going to ask, could you outfit us with light sources? 
Oh, I believe we could. F yeah, we can find some torches around. We don't have any lanterns. That's fine. A torch or two. For certainly, if you're going to go investigate this, I can't promise you any kind of backup at this time. Huh. I mean, what are all we want to do is just take a look around. I mean, we're not. We're not going to raid a castle by ourselves. Yeah, no, no. absolutely not. No, we are not getting into another dwarf in the cave. Like, I just mm -hmm. want to see if they're sleeping or not. And then we end up being surrounded by 30 goblins and their wolves. No. Right. What? Not Is that again. something that's happened to you? Yes. And you survived? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, Bruno had a gun. Yeah. Mostly. Mostly. You guys don't have any guns, do you? Right. That would gun? definitely help no. with the cave. That's why we train with, but we can't afford guns. And damn it. The closest city to buy them is, you know, days travel. I. So is there anything that you think that might be able to speed up your timeline to get more people? If, <laughs> like just in general, like I don't want to wait a week. We got things to do. But I'm, like, I'm hoping for more people in a week. I can't I can't even guarantee that. I won't know until our, my friends come back. What if you had a small influx of cash? Do you think you can get more bodies? It takes time to travel the towns and back, and hopefully they make it, you know, as you, these woods are full of beastmen. Here, we're protected by Raya. Right. Mm. Yeah. I'm no, sure you noticed the, how the forest changes. Mm. Yes, it was a remarkable uh, difference. What it seems like every day, the, our area gets just the tiniest bit smaller. Hmm. I think her powers are waning here, and they're just that corruption from the castle. That's why I'm hoping to have at least 20 hopefully hopefully in a week because we can't stay here forever right i don't you know vicken vickendorf is my home it's where my family is from i, I want to take it back before i give up on it and move move on it's uh, not easy and there's no guarantee of survival anyway we could try to get to somewhere else we could try to get to to diesdorf but traveling even with a group of people is, is terribly dangerous these days mm -hmm. yeah if only had a although it, I mean, it worked out for us, to be honest. We've been traveling together and we've been all the way down the Reich. Manan has protected us. Maybe, maybe your God can protect you as you as you journey away from here. That's hmm. admittedly a pretty freaky castle. Wise words. I, I expect nothing less from a, a fellow priest. I do have faith that Raya would protect at least me, but you know, these creatures of chaos can can break all kinds of rules. All right. So I have a potential agreement that maybe we can make. Okay. Um, I'm listening. If bows are only what you can afford currently and maybe some having some funds might, you know, increase your chances of, of storming the castle on, on whatever timeline that you are on. How about this? I'll make a donation towards your war chest say 10 gold 10 gold and you will accompany us all the way to the cave to get a better look at it so we have you specifically as backup giving raya's uh blessing to us as we go to the cave deal and inside it you don't retreat until we do which i'll tell you mina runs away really quickly well that's <laughs> true i'm very scared but then i come back because lucky gives me confidence you don't seem like one that would run away easily, but mm. for 10 gold for uh, you should be able to out either outfit your people better or get more people to outfit. Yes, that's that. a lot that that can go a long way tonight. 10 gold. Give me until tonight. 
We can head out in the cover of darkness. The cave's going to be dark either way. Mm. Give me some time to plan for in case I don't return. Also, give us a little bit of time to get seconds. Well, yes, yes, yes. Help yourselves. All right, good. What it sounds like you're willing to do for me and us and Vickendorf, the least I can do is is provide a little bit of sustenance. Do you have any ale? We have wine. That works. If you put a straw in it and just kind of like blow some bubbles, it kind of gets a little more ailey. <laughs> ailey. Actually, if you put some of that goat milk in there, froth that bad boy up, you get in a nice head like a like a like a nice pint of ale. Mm. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, I'll give her time. OK, gold. yeah, that sounds fantastic. Uh, I'll regale some of these rubes with uh, the tales of our exploits as we wait around. Uh, for her to get her, you know, her ducks in a row. All right. So, yes, yeah, she she tells you you can kind of, you know, more or less make yourselves at home at the camp. Oh, I- um, she's going to, you know, an hour after sunset because it's, the sun is setting earlier all the time. She will take you to the cave. So you have some time to kind of mill about um, the people here look much hardier and hailer than anybody else you've seen in Vickendorf other than the the innkeeper who looked kind of okay. Mm-hmm. Um, they are all wearing like cloaks um, and wide brimmed hats or hoods, um, clearly, you know, trying to blend in with the forest and whatnot. All of them are armed with a bow. Some of them have, uh, uh, they all have some kind of hand weapon as well, either like an old sword or like a woodcutter's ax or some kind of mace or a sturdy club. That kind of thing. Clearly not like trained soldiers by any means, mm-hmm. but they all look like they could handle themselves. All right. Cool. All right. Sweet. You think you think I could uh, maybe like ask one of them about like what's Reichland all about so that I can spend 10 experience and gain one skill advancement? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. You get as you're chatting around, you're learning a little bit more about the area. That'd be yeah. That's a great idea. Spend those 10. <laughs> hey, 10 hey what's what's Reichland? <laughs> Being from Altdorf. <laughs> but yeah, anything specific you guys want to do before heading to the cave? I think I'll offer like if any of them want to like practice some drills or sparring or whatever. Okay. Oh, that's like, very good. You know, I got I got some skills. I'll show them a little shish kebab. Not like for real, but you know. What's your main? And then I lose my corruption, right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I kill everybody in this encampment. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I wouldn't. (laughs) So convincing. What's your melee basic? My melee basic is 59. It's 59 now? Yes. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. That's way higher higher than I thought. Um, So you can tell the ways you're sparring with these people. You see they have some skill. They're not Mm -hmm. totally untrained with hand weapons, but like they are like not they're almost in awe of your ability yeah where like you're like all right you know stop trying to hit me and hit me and they they cannot get yeah. through your guard you are too good are you sparring with your hello kitty sword or yeah. your new rune sword with my hello kitty sword okay yeah i want to show that off those stickers one woman does come up to you after a sparring session yeah. she asks you why do you wear a second sword on your hip well okay so we were in the weird town and we were in a place, I don't know if I'm supposed to tell you where we were, and I found it, but I don't know. There's something like weird about it. It's got writing and I cannot read, so I have no idea what it might be saying, uh, but it like 
kind of like disappears when you use it. It's magic? It seems like it is crappy sword if it disappears. My goodness, it might. Sounds like a magic sword. No wonder you weren't using that on us. How, how do you know if it's a magic sword? If it disappears while you're swinging, it sounds magic to me. Yeah, but it's like gone. No, it's not magic. Griggs didn't whack me, saw it. So, try again, old lady. Would you mind showing us? No, I don't mind. Here you go. She takes it out. You pull the sword out and yeah. swing it around. Yeah. Everybody around is like in awe, like, like yeah. literally, oh. Yeah. Ah. That's pretty cool, right? It doesn't have any stickers, but it has this cool writing on it. It does have glowing runes along the blade, it's so okay. it's pretty amazing. It's no one's right. ever seen anything like this before. Yes. And pretty soon you have most of the camp around just like... <gasps> yes. Do you tell me you have a magic shield, too? No. <laughs> if there's one thing my Uncle Chet always said is, do not flaunt what you have because then you will get robbed. Don't be stupid. Uncle Chet is so wise sometimes. My student, one of my seniors, has an Uncle Chet. No. I'm not even kidding you. And I was like, wait, say your uncle's name again. And she's like, yeah, it's my mom's brother, my Uncle Chet. And I was like, <gasps> I've never met anybody else with <laughs> with like Chet as a family member. Yeah. But yeah. Is that his actual given name too? Yes. It's not like short Ch- for like Chetner or something? Chet. Chet. Pretty sweet. Yep. Chetner. Chetner. <laughs> Chetner. Oh my god. On June 25th, we're getting a new dog. I'm manifesting it and I'm naming it Chetner. Ooh. I'm manifesting it. Put that up uh, on the vision board. Yeah. That's what I'm doing, Chetner. I did not. Come here, little Chetner. Shuttley. <laughs> oh, shuttles. <laughs> oh, sorry, Rocco. He's pissed now. He can't hear, but he knows. Yeah, he knows you're talking about a new dog. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anything else anybody wants to do? I'm assuming Bruno's just. Eating as much as he possibly can. Uh, yes. <laughs> Drown the sorrows of lo- losing the gun. <laughs> um, I'm going to, if anyone needs medical attention, I'd, I'd certainly like to help out. Oh. For the most part, the people seem in good shape here, but, you know, they living in the woods. People have, like, scrapes and stuff you can help keep from getting infected and whatnot. They don't have no wizards, do they? No. Oh, sweet. Okay, cool. You do learn as you're talking with people that Sigrid used to be a priestess of... Rhea, Raya, I don't know how to actually pronounce it. I say it, I've said it like three different times, di- different ways. So now. one of them has to be right. Yeah. Um, but she still is a fervent believer in Raya. But with everything that's been going on, she's kind of given up the the like priesthood aspect of it, where she's more like, um, just a devout follower oh, at this oh. point. Fair. But she she's never showed any kind of magical blessing abilities or anything. Gotcha. All right, cool. Is there? Can I make a, a check? Is there anyone like from Vikendorf that's that's in this uh, cadre that, that I might know? Uh, um, yeah, everybody here is from Vikendorf okay. that you might know. Like people, you, you might recognize people from around town, but I don't. You know, you, people in Vikendorf often kept to themselves yeah. before you know as things were devolving here, but nobody like super close. Okay. I'm going to ask around if anyone's heard the name Siegfried von Kesselring. That's the guy that I got this runic sword from. Right. Oh, yeah, good call. Most mm. familiar name and bedtime stories and boogeyman. Okay. They some one of the, the older people in, in the group says they've heard of that name when they used to go to the Temple of Sigmar and he was like a Templar um, who was known for his uh, prowess in battle. Ooh. Templar. 
Interesting. I stole his stuff. He didn't steal it. I took it. I did leave an offering. It did say that on his niche. It said, uh, an honored Templar and man of courage may his soul find everlasting peace. So you know he was some kind of devoted to Sigmar. And yet you have his sword now. You know what I mean? I wouldn't even consider that you, like, took it from him. All of those other graves were wrapped, like, bare bones. Right. You were, like, chosen right? that sword. I did not eat him either right. to get it. Yeah. So... So I, I, I wouldn't be bashful. I don't know. Swinging even, that thing around, honestly. Yeah. Templar had it. Sigmar. You think it's okay? I think it's pretty good. It's not magic. Mm-hmm. Griggs told us. Right. So it's probably just a really fancy holy sword or something. I trust Griggs. Yeah. Yes, because it could. You're right. There could be holy, which yeah. is not magic. Correct. It's like Sigmar. Mm-hmm. Sigmar's pinky Sigmar. toe. I have Sigmar's pinky toe. <laughs> To fight with. Okay. You can dazzle his toenails. Everyone knows that about Sigmar. Yeah. It's fancy man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blasphemy. Blasphemy all over here. Terrible. To the cave. All right. So you kind of go through the, the evening here. Yeah. You, I like that you did a little bit of drilling, did a little bit of talking, find out some stuff. Um, Sigrid says you, we're ready. Um, well, while we're getting around and stuff, uh, I'd like to write like a little note. Okay. And uh, I'm going to be leaving a whole bunch of that jewelry and earrings and some of the coin purse and stuff that I found in the tower behind, just in case we don't make it back. Okay. Um, and if it's cool with her, it, it just be like, hey, do you mind if I leave like some of my stuff in your in your tent or whatever, just so we're not carrying it with us to the cave? Yeah, yes. It's, gives us hope to return. Yeah, absolutely. I stored kind of a bunch of valuables in there um, in case we don't make it back. Then they can use it to get more, even more people and stuff. All right. Um, Very kind of you. Is there anything to be picked up from this um, encampment like uh, with gossip or, you know, talking to the the locals? Uh, I kind of gave you okay. that you're here to help the people. I didn't have you make a test for it because I feel like they're they're forthcoming with things because you're you guys are being very failed it anyway. <laughs> you guys are are being very altruistic it seems, and giving money and <laughs> helping you know train them a little bit and whatnot. Right. Like you guys, the the people here seem again not in awe of the four of you, but like you seem like you really know what you're doing. Right. The stories of you slaying demons and hordes of goblins and things are already. Sp- you know, um, being embellished within the camp as much as I can embellish them that I do. All right. You, you, you know, as far as they're concerned, you killed a greater demon in Bogenhofen. You took out a whole horde of goblins in the gray mount in the, the black Hills. Yeah. There's nothing inaccurate about that. Yeah. <laughs> one of you, um, even Carl filled a mighty, uh, goblin war boss with one punch. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's why I've been calling him one punch man ever since. <laughs> 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 One uh, punch man. As you guys head off in the darkness to the south, to the southwest, no, southeast, you're heading back towards the river mm. to check out this cave below Castle Wittgenstein. We'll find out what happens in episode 82. I don't like it. I don't want to go. Blah, blah, blah. We're all going to die. so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this, check out all of our other great stuff over at the network. 
For example, dropping Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play podcast. Join us as we start off with the Extinction Curse and navigate the world as members of a traveling circus. Also on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got Oh Yeah! Power Phase, a battle report stream live from Bearded Dragon Games, where we go head to head playing Marvel Crisis Protocol. Every Wednesday is Patreon Day over at patreon.com slash professional casual. Every week on the Patreon, you will get new vlogs, bonus content, and a whole slew of other great stuff. Next up on Thursdays, we have a grim podcast of Perilous Adventure, our Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition actual play, where we're playing through the enemy within, widely considered one of the greatest campaigns of all time. If actual plays aren't your jam for roleplaying entertainment, on Sundays at 3 p.m. Eastern, we have the grim stream of Perilous Lore where I will be streaming at our Twitch talking about the lore of the old world of Warhammer. Every Friday, get ready, big chuckers, because Elite Eight Showdown is out both as a podcast and on YouTube, where we take a eight subject bracket that could be about anything and everything, pit them against each other and fight them to the death. And you can always hop on over to any of our social media sites and check us out there and get in touch with us if you need to. Over on Twitter, we're at Top Tier Casual. Instagram and Gmail are both The Professional Casual. And then on Facebook and our website, it's uh, Professional Casual. 